Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to The Shit Show. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. That's totally awkward random. Kia ora te And for anyone that wonders what we say each morning or each time we jump on the podcast, um, we are speaking te reo Māori, which is, I think we've spoken about this before, Squish, but the Indigenous language and one of our national languages here in Aotearoa. It is te wiki o te reo Māori, which means it's Māori Language Week here in Aotearoa. So we thought that it made sense if we sort of reintroduced what we say each morning or each time we jump on the mic because I actually get so many emails from you all saying you either don't know what we're saying or you think we're saying, someone thought I was saying like, kill him or something. Like, no, (laughs) someone thought that I was just saying something real random each time we got on the mic and then they realised we're actually saying something quite special. Well, saying something that we say all the time here in Aotearoa. So, Kiore Tefano means like, hello, my family, or hi, my family. What's up, fam? Yep. Oh, not what's up, fam. Not what's up, fam. But I think that's a nice one because it feels very um, like you're giving us a hug to start the to start the year. Yes. So, if you're all wanting to try out a different greeting, you could also use Morena for the morning. Just Kiora. If you want to ask someone how they are, you can say "kaitepehekwe," and if you want to respond, if you want to respond saying "I'm good," you say "kaitepaiho." If you want to say you're tired, "kaitenenehaho," which <laughs> is what I often respond. <laughs> yeah, um, but Nick, don't you think that Tereo is just the most gorgeous language? Yeah, I I love Tereo Maori and. I wish I could speak more of it. Suppose that's that's on me. I should be doing that myself. It is. It's on us to go. I like want to petition Duolingo to put it on Duolingo. I looked the other day. I know it's not on there. For sure. I want that I want that bird to be bullying me into, into learning. <laughs> learning it. the gorgeous language. So I don't know. Maybe try and doesn't matter if you're from Aotearoa or not. Try and chuck some Tereo Māori into your into your week for Squish and I, and for the rest of New Zealand. We actually um, posted something on Shit You Should Care About the other day or yesterday, asking you know, what people's dreams were, Nick, for Tereo Māori, and everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we have a gorgeous audience, so massive echo chamber vibes. But people were just saying like, for it to be taught in schools, you know as normal as English or as normal as even fucking French and Spanish when I was at high school, you know, an option. It is, it is kind of cool to see like, because we've got a younger brother, um, it's cool to see the level of Tarawa that he learned in school compared to us, even though it was only, yes. I don't even know how many years, like eight years? Eight years in between. Like, yeah. We would have like the little labels on the chairs and, yeah. you know, 
you know, Tahirua Toru, things like that. But it's cool that they're actually, and hopefully it's continuing on. Yes, actually learning. The, the kids these days are learning more and more. Oh, it's so cool. Um, so Squish, before I ask the weirdest thing that you saw on the internet this week, how are you? I know you've had a busy week on the tools. Yep. I've been very busy. I've just been holding the fort myself, um, pumping a lot of booze out the door, but it's all good. Hopefully the rest of the week's not going to be so stressful. I spoke about you last night, Squish. We were at a like a kickoff event for the Women's Rugby World Cup, which everyone... Lucy, Lucy was that a really good pun? What'd you say? Kickoff for the Rugby World Cup. Oh, I said it. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> damn, I actually didn't even realise, but thank you. No, we were at a kickoff event for the Women's Rugby World Cup, which was fucking amazing. It was held at the Auckland Museum. Nick, first of all, I, in typical Lucy fashion, I scooted, I got an electric scooter and scooted up there, like in my like nice dress, then realised I couldn't park anywhere within like, like, a couple of hundred metres of the museum because obviously they don't want scooters fucking up all the parking. So I was kind of late and I was like walking over the grass like from one side because I had to park my scooter so far away. Oh, it's, I know. Is I know. that the one that's on the hill? Yes. It was so oh. gorgeous. And we sat beside um, Ruby Tui. Do you know who she is? Yes. Yeah, and she's a big fan of Siska and just so cool. Oh, that's awesome. She's so, so cool. No, and she, she is cool. She loved... Um, She's actually got a book coming out. She was telling me about last night. So a little bit of little bit of promo for Ruby. She's fucking cool. It must be in the name. Oh, yeah. the Ruby's cool. Anyway, they did a big um, dinner and wine pairing, and it was all about women and celebrating women in the wine industry. And oh, cool. I didn't know first of all um, that, like. In a lot of places in Europe for a long time, I know women were like there at the very start of like us drinking wine way back when um, and were involved in some of the first vineyards in the world, I think. But then for a long time in a lot of wine cellars in Europe, women were banned from going into wine cellars and just, I don't know, it was just real interesting to hear the way that, um, I don't know, like for what? Why the fuck? We just kept out of it. Anyway, then this woman came to our table who had been discussing lots of wine and then she was sort of trying to describe, oh, I made a really bad joke where I had a red wine in front of me and then I was like to her, now this wine, like is it a red or a white? Because it's tasting like a white but it's giving red when I look at it. And she was like... I don't know if she found it that funny. Anyway, Nick, we spoke about you and we spoke about wine and um, everyone should go and watch the Women's Rugby World Cup because it sounds like it's going to be fucking legit and we've got to support our black ferns. Anyway, I'm also going to the States tonight, Squish. Yeah, it seems weird. You hop on a plane this afternoon. It does seem weird. Nick, I don't even have to take a COVID test before I go. It seems weird, eh? You don't have to wear a mask on the plane. I know, but I think I will. And But we're going to actually talk about this Um when I get to my second news story this week. Yeah, so, and I'm also, okay, so I'm going to the States tonight. I'm also recording a Two Girls, One Formula podcast today, which is um, a Formula One podcast. Ring me if you need me to patch you in. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't during your work work hours, and if you're a girl, then (laughs) I wouldn't invite you on. Um, 
And also, what else is new? I'm hungover right now, so I've done that. You know, I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but I saw on TikTok a hangover hack where you drench your face in cold water and it's meant to, like, fucking wake you. It's meant to wake you up and kick your body into gear, but Has it I don't know if it's worked. Uh. Anyway, Squish, fucking long preamble. What was the weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week? I like doing this. I like starting off with the headline. So I'm going to do that again. We are very sorry. Backlash after nursing home hires strippers for seniors in wheelchairs. What? A nursing home has been slammed and forced to apologise after they hired strippers to perform for senior citizens in wheelchairs. The um, the Taiwan Veterans Home in Taiwan paid the adult entertainers for an X-rated show to celebrate mid-autumn festival. <gasps> celebrate mid-autumn. I've never thought I needed strippers to celebrate <laughs> autumn. Yeah, apparently someone filmed it and uploaded it to social media. Once again, social media ruining everything. (laughs) Well, my weirdest thing, speaking of social media, is just the internet reacting to the queen dying. Like, it's always, I mean, one of my favourite pastimes is seeing how the internet reacts to big world events. The first thing I do when I see, well, of course, the, the, of course, I only ever see big world events happening on Twitter anyway. But the first thing I do is just scroll Twitter and see the reactions because, oh, I know. Twitter is one of the best places. I want to be on Twitter for the end of the world. <laughs> it'll just make it, it'll make it worthwhile. Honestly, it, w- it will make it feel a little bit lighter and, and it almost might make it feel like, and this is why the world's ending, everyone, because this is how we react. <laughs> Yeah, we are the reason. Honestly, I just, I don't have any like particular thing to call out, but just watching the online world react to something as big as the Queen dying. Um, bananas, absolutely bananas. And Nick, I think that should lead us nicely into our first story. And dare I say, your only story today, Tal. Lucy, I've been busy. I'm being busy. I'm sorry. Um, We've all yes. been busy, sweetie. Oh, Lois, you don't need to call me out like that. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. In classic shit show fashion the biggest news of the week happens immediately after we record every um, time but for those of you who may have somehow missed it the queen of england elizabeth ii uh died at balmoral castle last friday so she was queen for 70 years and 214 days if you're counting the longest of any british monarch and the longest recorded of any female head of state in history but you guys know all of that because you've been seeing it in the news and on the internet all week um, so I thought I'd answer just a few of the frequently asked questions that I've been seeing around. Can I ask? Yeah. And gen- genuine answer, please. Do you care? Like, is this for you a really big thing in your life that you care about? I don't know. Like, I'm not a huge royalist. Like, I'm not 
devoted to the royal family. But I don't know. I kind of like the Queen. Like she was pretty cool. I like, understand all the like the colonialism and all the bad things that have happened with the royal family. But the Queen as a person, I don't know, maybe it's just because she was an old lady and she was she was there my whole life, and she just seemed kind of sweet. I don't have the same feelings about king charles you know like yeah nick i agree i like asking that question because i was asked a few months ago for a big publication in new zealand to write something for their publication for when the queen died and i just said i don't think it's on me to write about something like the queen dying because It's not a huge part of my life. That's no disrespect for the Queen, but I was sort of like, I'm Gen Z. A lot of Gen Z people don't hold this strong connection to the monarchy. And I also don't want to write a piece that comes across like, Gen Z don't give a shit that the Queen died, which was their next question for me. Can you write that then? And I was like, absolutely not. Am I going to be throwing myself under the bus like that? And I agree with you that... I care to the point where she's an old lady and she, you know, especially towards the end when you and I actually knew of her, you know, her last 20 years or 10 years, she seemed cute and like, you know, she's just a frail old lady. We don't have grandparents. We don't know, like, you know, she's a cute old lady. That's all there is to it. I think Gen Z have more important things to worry about than like caring about the monarchy. You know, like we've... We have to worry about the cost of living crisis and never being able to buy a home and, you know, the world ending because of climate change. So, I don't know. I feel like just having the monarchy monarchy being a big part of our lives isn't all that relevant to us. No, that's exactly it. We don't have room for it. And this is also another um, conversation that we can have another time because I like having these, like, sort of unpacking the world chats. But the idea of... um, public holidays and things like that that we have at the moment, especially in Aotearoa. I mean, I love Matariki. I love that that's a refresh in a public holiday. I think a lot of them aren't that relevant to Gen Z. I think a lot of them need to be commemorated. But again, I think we have a lot more things that have affected us and that we care about really deeply. And I mean, huge tragedies have happened in New Zealand since some of the public holidays that we observe right now that I'm just like, at what point do we switch them over? Yeah, that's true. Like, even like Easter. But okay, so Squish, back to your frequently asked questions. What, I'm going to ask you them so that people um, get a bit of variance here. Oh, that's good. What happens to all our money with the Queen's face on it? Um, So all of it is no good now and you can send it, all to me to get rid of it for you, and I'll look after it. Don't worry. Um, no, apparently all of the legal tender with the Queen on it will remain legal. Will, will remain legal tender for the meantime. Um, a spokesperson from the Reserve Bank of New Zealand told Stuff that we manufacture these notes infrequently and do not plan to destroy stock or shorten the life of existing banknotes just because they show the Queen. This would be wasteful and poor environmental practice. Um, they also added that it would probably take a few years for King Charles to start appear on coins and even longer for the $20 notes given uh, standard you know, stock of money and the rate at which currencies issued and all that sort of stuff. So it'll be a wee while. Two things there. Um, you saying legal tender yeah. is like all I can think is chicken 
Teagle chicken tenders. Like, all I can think is chicken tenders walking around with suits on, like lawyers. <laughs> yeah, anyway, fun fact, every just... bag of Teagle chicken tenders has the Queen's face printed on it. <laughs> and the, her Royal Highness uh, statement, so... <laughs> Next thing, do you think, you know how um, they said it would probably take a few years for King Charles to start appearing on coins? Do you think they're just going to wait until he either passes it over or dare I say? Yeah, fuck, could you imagine that? Could you imagine printing like a million new coins just for him to cark it and William be the new thing? Exactly. Who knows? They're not going to be as nice without the Queen on them, I don't reckon. Maybe it's just a familiarity thing, but... It's going to be weird. No, Nick, I think it's our strong royalist tendencies. Ah, yes. It's it's my my strong affection for the Queen. Again, tenders. Um, okay, f- before I ask the next question, did you see all the people posting about seeing the Queen in the sky? Like the clouds? Oh, yeah, <laughs> just like I saw a bit of Jesus in my toast. Oh, yeah. Also, fuck, my weirdest thing on the internet was people thinking that Trisha Paytas was going to give birth to the Queen reincarnated. I don't know who on earth Trisha Paytas was. And, like, how do you describe (laughs) Trisha Paytas? No, you don't. And that's maybe for a Culture Vulture episode. But to be fair to Trisha Paytas, they had nothing to do with the rumours that started. They are just trying to give birth. Like, they've done a lot of controversial shit in their time. But this one, they got on TikTok and said... I do not like this rumour going around. It's disrespectful. I don't want to be in the news. I'm about to give birth. And to be honest, this was probably one of the first things they've ever handled kind of well. Anyway, Nick, who gets the corgis? The corgis are going to the groomer. <laughs> Prince Andrew. Um, oh, but um, fuck. Oh, that was so good. To everybody um, that can't see Lucy, Lucy just did a massive uh, whip and then nay-nay as I did that. <laughs> Lucy's hands were in the air. Um, and she waved them. She, she, like she just doesn't care. Um, so <laughs> Mick and Sandy, two cute names for dogs, kind of, uh, two young corgis yeah. that Prince Andrew, one of the Queen's sons, um, and his daughters gave to her in 2021. Um, so they were intended to lift her spirits after her husband, Prince Philip, died. Um, the dogs, which Princess Di called moving carpets, um, sleep in their... <laughs> She's a legend. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, there's a reason why everyone loved her. Um, yeah. They sleep in their own little corgi room in wicker baskets lined with cushions and were reportedly fed fresh rabbit and beef by a gourmet chef. Oh, um, like... Yeah, I know. They eat better than I do. Uh, yeah. And f- her father, and this is a wee fun fact, um, George... V.I., I don't know, what is it, fifth? <laughs> Sixth? Six? I don't know, six. Yeah. Um, had a male corgi called Dookie, which is also poop. <laughs> which is also what? Have you never heard the two? Oh, it's not that fun anymore if you don't even know what Dookie is. Is it a poo? It's like a slang term for poo. <laughs> delete that. <laughs> delete that, Ruby. When my jokes don't land, you must delete. Now that your joke's not landed, do we get a day off to remember the Queen... And the impact she had on all of us. This feels like a very loaded question. <laughs> and the impact she had on all of us. What the fuck? Yes, Lucy, thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> I first saw on Twitter that Australia was getting a public holiday because they announced it first. And then I started to get angry. I was thinking, Jacinda better give us one too. Um, but yes, yes, we will. On Monday, September 26th. 
um, just on that, I do want the same people that were angry that we were getting a um, public holiday for Matariki for like who were saying, yeah, but employers have to, you know, pay time and a half, blah, blah, blah. I hope those same people are having the same anger towards this holiday. Otherwise, that's just racism. Well, a certain Mike Hosking who cried on the radio. What? <laughs> Mike Hosking and Kate Hawksby cried on News Talk ZB that morning. About the Queen dying or about us getting a public, public holiday? No, cried about the Queen dying. Which is, I mean, yeah, okay, you could be sad, but... It was just pandering to their royalist right-wing base, really. Yeah. They cried. They sobbed. I mean, they sobbed. That's that's how I saw it described. I didn't actually... Dad came in and was like, Mike Hosking (laughs) just cried on me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly, I'm all for men crying. I'm all for anyone crying, but... Oh, yeah. When it's Mike Hosking and you feel like it might be just for a couple extra listens. When it's just for the show. But, yes... He was. He also cried about Matariki, but I don't think he'll be crying about this one. Um, I will say I've been a massive hypocrite because I cried twice on Culture Vulture th- this week. Not about the Queen because I was having a breakdown. <laughs> so different things. Nick, my next question is that I really want to see the Queen's lying in state. Surely the wait time won't be too long for me to go and see her. Wrong. The line's five kilometres long. <laughs> oh my- 400,000 people um, have the same idea as you. Um, Some of the officials, I don't know who they are, but the people are saying that it could be up to a 30-hour wait. Um, Construction construction worker Gary Farrington from South London. Now, if that's not the most English name, then I don't know what (laughs) is. I almost think it's made up. Um, He said that every person within the London area should make an effort to come here. And I was just like, all right, Gary, that's 9 million people. Can you imagine how long the line would be? Nick, that is the perfect thing if we were on TikTok to cut and put on TikTok that that sentence you just said. Well, you fill your boots loose. Oh, CBF. (laughs) Nick, my only wish when I pass away is to have at least a 15-hour wait to come and see me. A 15-hour wait? You don't think you're worth a 30-hour wait? Oh, she's a humble queen. Yeah, I'm a humble one. Um, did meeting with Liz Truss kill the queen? It's not clear that she did kill the queen. Um, I oh. failed at stats at uni. But one thing I do remember is that correlation doesn't always equal causation. But it does seem very suspic- suspicious. That's a hard word to say this early. It does seem very suspicious that she met the queen and then the next day she died. So I don't know. Mm. Correlation doesn't equal causation, but Liz Truss seems suspicious to me. <laughs> P.S. Everyone, if you're wondering who Liz Truss is, you obviously didn't listen to last week's shit show. Yeah, come on. Um, she's the new prime minister, and for the record, she didn't kill the queen. We're not conspiracy theorists. We're just trying to. I was going to say we're just trying to make light of the situation. We're just trying to make a really devastating situation a little bit more comical. And Nick. I have one more question for you. Mm-hmm. Is the King Charles Spaniel named after King Charles? Good question, and I'm glad you asked that. Um, no, but the breed was made famous by the second King Charles, according to Wikipedia. Um, and this is a bonus fun fact, but probably only for you and me. Um, one of the dog breeds that makes up the sort of greater King Charles 
spaniel sphere, I guess, is um, called the Blenheim Spaniel. So, Aww. Yeah. So that's a that's an hilarious uh, a hilarious fun fact for us. Yeah, I, I reacted with pure hilarity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad you did. Squish, that was a great little segment. I think the Queen would be proud to have heard the shit show cover that with such yeah. respect. I can I can see a big Queen-sized cloud in the sky looking down over me. And I will see one in my toast on my toast today. Now, how do you feel if I just really quickly run through my next three stories? You can just blast through them, Luce. I'll just blast through them. So first of all, everyone, we have an Elon update. I know it's been a while and it's been a lovely while except for the queen die. Um, Twitter shareholders approved 44 billion Elon Musk deal. Now, I know you all thought that this ordeal was over. The last time we chatted about this, Elon was trying to pull out of this Twitter deal that the shareholders have just approved, but then Twitter vowed to sue him because, Squish, I don't know if you know this, but in this sort of world, you can't just go sign some contracts and say you're going to buy this company, put in a big, big proposal, a lot of money, and then just decide quite far down the line that you're going to pull out. Can't you? That's, it's kind of the only, I mean, billionaires probably can. Like, sorry, the only people that would get away with that is someone like Elon Musk. Anyway. They'd also throw away my contract if I said I'm going to go and buy Twitter for $44 billion. They'd say, no, you're not. Yeah. Don't be stupid. That's a... Bro, I've I've seen I've seen your recordings of the shit show. Y'all don't even have a studio. <laughs> um so anyway, Twitter, as I said before, are taking this to court because they are trying to force this deal to go through because Elon got that far, he made such a frenzy of it all. He said he's going to buy it. Um and so in October, Elon is set to go to court with Twitter, so we'll see then. But I do think it's really funny that it went from like Elon wanting everyone to know that he was going to buy Twitter, his like favorite social media playground, and then Elon not wanting to buy Twitter and now being forced to buy Twitter. And all he does now is like tweet about how many bots there are. Oh my it's god, like, oh my god. The guy. there's ninety percent like, bots. <laughs> for someone that has done a lot of cool, good, innovative things, I know we say this all the time, multiple things can be true of a person at once, he should be focusing on the, those good things yeah, rather than the bots. Um, my next story, New Zealand has chilled out on its COVID stuff and Nick, after I've described what happens again, I'm going to ask how you feel about all of this. So in New Zealand, the traffic light system has ended, which basically means that most of our COVID-19 restrictions have been lifted. Some experts don't think this was the best thing to do. Um, Certainly for sort of immunocompromised people, I can see that this is a really tough thing to navigate because like one, most of the population is vying for things to go back to normal and two, they are just as meaningful a part of our population as anyone else so like not being able to take public transport and stuff like that would be incredibly scary and quite debilitating anyway all mask wearing requirements are going to be removed except in healthcare and aged care facilities there will be no vaccination requirements for incoming travelers and air crew you don't need to wear masks on the plane 
um, all government vaccine mandates will end on September 26th, same day that we get off for the Queen. Um, you do still have to isolate for seven days, but if your housemate gets COVID, um, you don't have to. So only if you have COVID do you have to isolate for seven days. Squish, what do you think about all of this? Look, I'm just glad Voices for Freedom finally got a win. Um, oh, God. No, so funny. I don't know. If they just waited. It's, it seems like they've just you know ignored all the experts and thrown it all in the bin. I can kind of... We, we had so many restrictions for so long. And I feel like it was kind of a really weird curve. Like, we put up with it and it kept us safe. And it was really good. Like, we didn't wear a mask for the first two years of the pandemic. And True. then as soon as we got a hint of those restrictions being sort of loosened, it fell off like a waterfall. And then, yeah. I don't know if you've been to the supermarket recently, but 40% maybe of people were wearing masks anyway. In in, um, Tamaki Makoto up here where I live, I will say that I actually thought, I mean, it did fall off more towards the end, but mask wearing, like me and my flatmates and stuff, it was very normalized. We were all still wearing it to the supermarket, still wearing it on the bus, in the Ubers, like on planes, etc. I will still wear it on the plane over to the States um, for at least most of it just because I don't want to um, get sick of any type while I'm over there but I I didn't mind the like hybrid um you know you still wear a mask as much as you can I mean we can still yeah. do that I guess but I like wearing a mask yeah. to the supermarket because people won't come and talk to me I can put my headphones yeah. in put my mask on and it's like I'm anonymous yes but because when you're from a small me. town you're not anonymous eh? like when you're from Blenheim Everyone and their dog will have a chat to you. When you're a micro-niche internet celebrity no. like I am. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Okay, my good news story. Finally, some good news. Yes. California passes law requiring companies to post salary ranges on job listings. Now, Nick, we've talked a little bit about the pay gap and how we think pay transparency is just incredibly important. You should know, mm-hmm. one, what you're getting into when you go to a job, two, what your workmates who have similar experience to you or I don't know, you just should know what you're all on because it just helps everyone. So California on Tuesday passed a law requiring all employers based or hiring in the state to post salary ranges on all job listings. The law also requires California-based companies with more than 100 employees to show their median gender and racial pay gaps, which is actually the first for a U.S. state. And I think that's actually fucking cool, but as with the legal system in the States, the next sentence that I'm going to read to you, the bill will head to Governor Gavin Newsom, who has until September 30th to sign or veto. So it's like good news until you actually give someone a fucking veto power. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then all of this work comes down to one person. I know. It's, um, oh, bananas. But I don't know. He's, he seems pretty good about stuff like that. So Yeah, he hasn't yet said anything about his position on this. Um, if he does sign it, it would be quite amazing. And, and honestly, Squish, quite a good shit show story for us because think about the companies in California. Like you've got Meta, Alphabet, Walt Disney Co., like all sort of – Yeah, all the Silicon Valley ones. Yeah, 
having to show their um, median gender and racial pay gaps, which would just be fascinating. That is good news. Yeah, so that is good news um, so long as it doesn't get the big old veto. But Squish, oh, we do have to tell the people that we're not going to be in their ears next week. Yes, you'll be busy eating tacos in Texas. and You'll be busy making that wine. Exactly. So everyone, um, but you will have a special bonus edition of Culture Vulture, which is an interview that we did with someone incredibly cool and it's incredibly killing me to not have been able to tell you for so long because usually I fucking tell y'all everything, but you should go and definitely subscribe to Culture Vulture and wait for that interview to drop because it's very cool. Squish, as always, the people can find you... They can find me at the Shit Show Instagram. Um, I've been making a lot of posts recently, so you should be proud. Yeah, I I am, and I often reshare them um, to the Shit You Should Care About story, and people just think it's me. I can tell because the the likes go way up when you but do that. But people think it's just me resharing me, but I'm like, no, Nick's posted something funny, and the world needs to see it. Um, and you can find me over on Shit You Should Care About. You can follow my trip to the States on TikTok, actually. That's where... I will be making content because ah. I'm not writing the newsletter for a week or so. Just, I just can't. Honestly, no excuse except for I'm fucked and I can't. And but TikTok, come find me on TikTok. And yeah, go listen to our Culture Vulture store uh, interview and become a Cisco supporter if you love what we do. Cool. Kakite. Kakite, everyone. 